All right, let's uh, let's podcast. Yeah, Jim, can we get a word, please? Oh, you know what? I wanted to discuss this. This is dumb. You don't <laughs> do this top of the show. It's not great. It's not really good. It's not really great. And that's but all staying pick, in. But if I had to pick one, election, I guess. Uh, oh, great! Yeah, just cool. to fuck with Ken because I know he doesn't want to talk about the election. It's, it's going to be like so, a week after the this that this is coming. Yeah, out. And it's probably still going. <laughs> so, yeah, probably. Yeah, so pretend you know election. All right, fuck it. Do it. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Well, now do I just like sit in silence as a protest to to what? I don't know. He said it's bad, so I should just not do it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is this is this better? Is Jim? this better? Is this what you wanted? It's not worse. <laughs> not worse. Ringing endorsement. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host Ken and CJ. Hi, CJ. Greetings, citizens. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week, we watched The Empire Strikes Back. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, CJ. Gotta know. I know you haven't seen a lot of movies. <laughs> Have you seen Star Wars before? That's is, that's canon on the podcast now, right? That I, I don't watch a lot of movies. You don't watch. You haven't seen Alien, and that's true. this I feel like is it's not <laughs> quite as potential. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen this before. <laughs> Probably not for many many years, but Jesus. yeah, I, things were familiar to me enough. Okay, I know we've seen one of the newer ones together, so I, I know at least you know what it is. I have watched the some of the newer ones more than once, even. When I'm in the mood of like, I don't know what to put on. This I know is entertaining and I'll enjoy it enough, but I'm not super invested in it. Yeah. Sometimes you just want some Jar Jar Binks, right? Yeah. That's exactly the one I always throw on. He's my that's favorite. what you mean by the newer ones? Yeah. Yeah. Just episode one. Yeah. We're already disgusting, our guests. <laughs> I mean, that happened before we started. That's true. So Happens with most guests, I think. It's, that's definitely true. Why don't, why don't we bring him on? This week, we are once again joined by Jim Plecky. I did Welcome it. Back. I'm back. The host Thanks. of Talking Over Over Talking. Yeah. That's best, right. Best known best for. After pod, uh, best after pod pod. Yeah. Can you, guys, can you guys hear that my laptop sounds like a jet engine? No. no. Thank you. Thank God. Dude, I'm so upset at this laptop. I bought this laptop. Like We just discussed this before we started. I bought this laptop. Uh, six months ago, seven months ago, and I cannot recommend this laptop to anyone. It is such a, it's so bad. Like it can't handle any kind of streaming, like live streaming or video or camera work. Like it's also Google Chrome, which you assholes made me download is, <laughs> is eating this thing for lunch. Uh, I put this laptop in. It has not even gained 1% battery life. That's how fucked this laptop is. <laughs> Chrome don't buy yeah. don't buy the 2020 macbook air and wait for the thing they're gonna announce by the time this comes out they'll have announced the new macbook air with the oh, a14 yeah. bionic chip in it yeah that's gonna be awesome maybe yeah. <laughs> hopefully yeah that's pretty sad you can't even stream anything on it it's dude anything live streaming is a fucked on this thing dang damn so now that we went full, this is going to be the nerdiest episode I've been on, which I'm, I'm getting kind of excited about, actually. <laughs> Apple and Star Wars, yeah. Apple, yeah. Star Wars. I can go, we're going to probably go off on a Dolby Vision tangent in a, yeah. in a little bit. <laughs> Notorious fanboy uh, establishments, Apple and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I don't, I would say that uh, I'm not a fanboy in like the real, like, uh, you know, those people, the people who get like really fanboy about stuff. It's funny because I, I've turned my passions into careers um, somehow or, um, over the last 15 years. 
but I still have a really hard time dealing with fandom, like people who are like the high functioning, like autistic fans of things. Mm-hmm. Like I have a, like a really, I get really uncomfortable around those people. No offense. If that's you, I know there's probably a few, I mean, this show is up for that. That's what this show is for is for people like that. And I'm sorry, but you make me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say just being around most people makes me uncomfortable. Well, yeah. That's something you should talk to a doctor about. I have. <laughs> okay, good. Just checking. It's called it's social anxiety. <laughs> it's good. One of my many. How about you guys? Anxieties? Oh, yeah. All the time. Constantly. Yeah. No, definitely. Especially especially right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just anytime we do this show, really, it's just... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> just That's good. Maybe yeah. you guys should stop doing the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems like it's causing more mental problems than, than it's worth doing the show for. That's fun. <laughs> you get a rush. You get a rush from the, the anxiety. Is that true, Ken? This show still makes you like nervous? No. Only when we sometimes when you bring on people I've never met before. Uh that's you know, fair. That's just social anxiety though, really. Yeah. Having a riff with a stranger for an hour is yeah, I could I could see how that's nerve wracking. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten better at it though than uh initially. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh well speaking of uh <laughs> fuck. How can I do this? Um, f- uh, uh, social relationships, familiar relationships. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about Star Wars episode, uh, some number, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, coming up in the Overtalking Podcast. Now, the creators of the biggest smash hit of all time bring you the next episode in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. It's an epic of romance. Of heroes and villains, they cross trackless voids to unknown worlds. A galactic odyssey against oppression. A big, new, sprawling space adventure in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. And we're back at the Overtalking Podcast, and once again by Jim Plackey, and we're talking about Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Jim. We are going to put yeah. 30 seconds on the clock yes. to describe The Empire Strikes Back for someone who's never heard of Star Wars before. Good luck. Never heard? Well, wait, wait. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Ready to go. Star Wars is a thing that you can't escape because Disney owns it. This is the fifth episode of the Skywalker Saga, Empire Strikes Back. Yes, it's my favorite movie of all time, and it has quite possibly the most uh, important spoiler of all time. Probably invented the, the whole thing of spoilers. The whole reason we talk about spoilers is because there are robots and they are cool. <laughs> Important detail. Three, uh, cool two, robots. one. Yeah. What are your top yeah. robots in this movie? Top robots. Uh, number one, Lobot. Definitely a cool robot. He's more of a cyborg, but I like him. R2-D2, he's got spunk. I like it. C-3PO, kind of a little, kind of a little... You know, he's annoying. He's a know-it-all. About it. <laughs> yeah. He's a know-it-all. He's kind of annoying. He's like that uh, fanboy you were d- discussing. Number one favorite robot in this movie, though, is the, actually the dr- the, dro- the drone from the beginning of the movie. The little thing that comes out oh. of the snow right at the beginning. That guy. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite robot in probably all of Star Wars. My favorite robot is Luke's hand. Ooh, that's good. I do like that justification of them being like, well, then we don't have to deal with like filming differently. He can just, we, we like explain that it looks like a real hand and then there <laughs> explain yeah. the way. I did the same with his face at the beginning of this movie too. Yep. Do you know about that Sage? 
Yeah, uh, car crash, right? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Fucked up his face, so they had to have a abominable snowman swipe at him, basically. Yeah. It's a wampa. A wampa. Oh, it's a wampa. The Tauntaun is the thing that they cut open to put Luke inside to keep him warm. Thank you. Listen, okay. I think I think you thought that maybe I was gonna come in here and without not a lot of knowledge of my favorite movie of all I didn't time, know. but I got I, I, I did not I got that. it all. <laughs> I got it all. Also, uh, the Empire Strikes Back uh well, if you saw it when it originally came out, introduces my favorite character in all of anything of all time ever, Boba Fett. Mm. And why is favorite. that? Why is your is Just your look favorite? at him. He's just fucking cool. <laughs> right, He's a fair. fucking cool okay. guy. He's pretty cool. <laughs> no, like a bad you know, it's funny. It's funny when I was a kid, like Boba Fett was my favorite character. And then when I got a little older um, and there was no Star Wars, like there was no Star Wars for like a really long time. Uh, and I got older and someone was like, Boba Fett is a fan favorite character who only has about six minutes of screen time. <laughs> and I went, damn, that's true. Why do I even like this guy? He's not, he's like barely in the movie. He's like, I, you don't I know was, anything about him. I was going to say, does he have yeah. more than like two lines in the movie? <laughs> I think what people liked about Boba Fett is that they were able to create their backstory for Boba Fett. Interesting. He's mysterious. Like, people, yeah. He's like the most mysterious character in all three of the original movies he's also i mean all the mandalorian armor is just dope too right it's like the coolest all, all armor. stuff it can do and he's got a fucking yeah. jetpack mandalorian <laughs> armor is so cool that now that there's just a show called the mandalorian right Very like, true. that's how cool mandalorian armor is although i didn't realize this i, I must say i've never watched um the animated stuff which is mm. supposed yeah, to be either. incredible um yeah, i hear that too the mandalorians show up in the clone wars in a huge huge way um, so much so that they are now going to be, um, like there are links, the Mandalorian season two has like deep links to the Clone Wars cartoon, which is going to make me feel self-conscious about it. not. Yeah, I know. I feel yeah. like I'm going to have to go watch it or figure out what maybe I didn't, I, there's probably already four articles on the internet that are like, these are the 19 episodes of the Clone Wars you need to see yeah, to make sense. Probably. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. The Mandalorian season two. How do you like, I haven't watched the second season how, as a Star Wars fan. How did you like the Mandalorian? Well, there's only one episode of the second season out so far. I haven't yeah. seen it. So no spoilers. I, to say any more, to say why it's so exciting to me, it would be a spoiler. Yeah. So you just need to see it. Something okay. happens that is pretty cool. So yeah. Got it. Yeah. But both Super fans good. of the first season? Oh, yeah. No. Well, yeah. Oh, wait. I thought, <laughs> no, sorry. I thought you said cool for fans of the first season. But you meant, are we fans of the first season? That's what I said. Yeah, it's quite possibly my favorite Star Wars thing ever. Nice. I wow, yeah, nice. I I really enjoy it. I yeah. I really like the. Um, I was watching some videos about the composer of the show. They created a music video just for like the main theme song. You know who that guy is, right? Ludwig something. Yeah, he, he's the he's the production half of Childish Gambino. Is he no. really? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, the guy who does the awesome. music for all, like, yeah, he's a uh, he's gonna eat. That guy's gonna egot if he keeps it up. He's already got an Emmy, a Grammy. He might have a Grammy. He's got an Oscar and an Emmy. Wow, damn! He did the music for Black Panther. Won an Academy Award for that. Oh, damn! That's right. I know he did. Yeah, I think that's how John. Favreau. Do you know where he gets it? And 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 if you follow the docs, do you know where he gets his start? Like where he like his big first big production composing job? No. Community. Wow. He did all the music for Community. Makes sense. Huh. That's wow. where he met Donald Glover. This guy's only involved with good things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Damn. Pretty much. Good for him. It's good stuff. So, Jim, why Empire Strikes Back over Star Wars? 
You mean uh, I, episode I four, A New Hope? A, a New Hope. Uh, I, this is my favorite. This is my favorite movie. It's always been. Um, or I guess, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, this movie came out before I was born. So this has always been my favorite movie. I don't know. There's something that like uh, attracted me to. The, it's like the dark middle of like when there was only three Star Wars movies. Because my consciousness didn't form until all three movies had been out. So I had seen, you know, I, I got to watch them kind of in a lump together. And it was always my favorite one. Um, there's just, yeah, there's something like, it's got a whole different tone than the other two. Like the first one's like, cool. Like no one had ever seen a movie like A New Hope before. Um, and then Empire Strikes Back is this like dark middle part. That I, it's like way darker than I think anyone would have would have thought the sequel to Star Wars would have been. And then Return of the Jedi is full of Muppets and shit. Um, <laughs> and I like, you know, I don't mind Return of the Jedi. It's funny when the when the lockdown started. So when the lockdown started, I bought a I bought a big boy TV. I bought a big, a nice uh, 4K Dolby Vision TV. Which, by the way, Dolby Vision. What's what's okay? You got Ken. What's the TV situation like at home? You got good TV. So I'm literally researching TVs right now to replace my old 3D TV that I have that I rarely use. You bought a 3D TV? I had one. I have one currently. They don't make them anymore. (laughs) No, they don't. No one did it. No. That was like eight months where everyone was like, the stuff comes out of your TV. But I have like three Blu-ray, 3D Blu-rays that I've watched maybe one time. Um, Yeah. But I want 4K. I don't have 4K right now. No, no, no. no. Here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to tell you. You don't want 4K, yes. Every TV is 4K now, so whatever. Who gives a shit? 4K is 4K. You want Dolby Vision HDR. Yes. This yes. is the thing you want. And you need to make sure that it has as many dimming zones as you right. can afford. Because right. here's the thing. Vizio makes this TV right now. It's called the M-Series. 70 inches, $500. It's the best-selling TV. Why? That's the one I'm looking at. Whoa. No, 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 no. Because it only has 15 dimming zones. Oh no, that's not the one I'm looking at. My, the one okay. I was looking at had 90. Is that good? So here, I bought a, I bought their platinum or what's the what's the high end? It's P, P, P something. P series, yeah. PX or whatever the 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 big one. 65 inch TV, 210 dimming zones. Oh. CJ, do you understand what HDR does? No. Okay, so they put LED diodes behind the screen, uh-huh. and they encode that that gets encoded into the video you're watching. And as light sources pass through the TV, the LEDs light up and push light through the TV. So the first thing I watched was Star Wars, because what's the first thing they turn on in Star Wars? Lightsabers. Mm-hmm. They look fucking awesome in television. Oh, that's, that's they like great. light up and the light like comes through the TV. It's amazing. I never have to go to a movie theater ever again, because Dolby Vision <laughs> on my 65-inch TV is super dope. That's good to know. I also was starting to maybe look into getting a new yeah, TV as well. You know, after after this, literally, ping me what what uh, what TV you got. Because, so uh, the TV that I bought. So here's so the TV that I bought is actually um, clearanced. Okay. They don't make it anymore. The, the new one is out. I bought it on clearance, which was another thing. Uh, wait for the wait for clearance. Uh, well, no, you won't. If you want to buy one now, don't wait for the clearance because it'll be in a year, but or six months. But yeah, I will. I'll tell. I'll, I'll let you. Yeah, I'll tell you what TV I bought. I I ordered uh, one of the Xbox Series Xs, so I was yes. like researching TVs that will take full advantage of like HDMI two point one and stuff like that. See, mine won't. Mine mine has HDMI two point so I'm a little bummed. Okay. So I okay. won't be able to play games at 120 frames per second. That's the only downside. Like every I, other I don't thing... care too much about that. I just want to make sure it can support like Dolby Vision and yeah. like eARC and other stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah. 
Okay. I told you this shit was gonna get nerdy. I told uh, you we were gonna yeah, go. This got real. This got real technical. Told you. <laughs> what my next uh, question? Since you're you're talking about lights, what's your opinion on having like smart lights behind the TV? That's I want setup. them very. I want them very badly, but I don't have them right now because um, every time I'm in a situation to like buy those, I it's either that or like feed my kids. They're expensive for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, you you basically like I committed to the Philips Hue ecosystem years yes, ago. So once I one. had the hub, it was like, oh, this is basically an add-on for a thing I've already bought. So but they're expensive. I, that's how I justified it. <laughs> they're expensive though. Yes. They just came out with the a new, new one ones. too. The floodlight oh. ones. Does that support HDMI two point one pass through? Do you know? <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> that, that's that's the big thing for me. It might. That's I. I will say I think I've talked about it many times on the pod because I love it so much. I think it's super cool that it gets like dim and brighter based on what's on the screen. And they just came out like right now it's just one string light all the way, and so it's kind of like an all or nothing effect. It's either all gonna change color or none of it really. But their new one is now into like seven different sections, so it literally could be like just the corner of your TV lights up and nothing else, and like yeah. And actually, Star Wars was like movies that I thought would look super cool with that because of all the the cool color lighting and stuff. Star Wars has always kind of pushed techn- like that kind of technology along. I mean, the first V VH- like VHS yeah. got popular because they put them on you know Star Wars on VHS. I remember you know DVDs the and then the Blu-rays of the of Star Wars. I remember la- the laser discs of Star Wars. Like those are coveted <laughs> because they're the they're the 1995 editions. The last time they cleaned them up before they went and fucked with them. Right. Um, so let's, we got to talk about that for a second. So yes. I, I recommended to CJ, I, I've downloaded the despecialized versions of the original uh, trilogy. CJ, did you watch those or did you yes. watch it elsewhere? Okay. Nah, yeah. Cool. So for those, for those who don't know, they've, they have, like Jim was saying, they've mucked with the original trilogy so much to make it Dang fit in. Is George Lucas. George Lucas specifically has <laughs> added a bunch of CGI on top of the original trilogy to make it fit with the, prequel trilogy kind of and, and, as and well as to, stuff. So, so so there's been two times he's he's fucked with them the first time was to clean them up for the 97 special editions that went in the theaters as like a test run to see if people would go see star wars in a movie theater again spoilers it was a big success um <laughs> shocking yeah and, and so there's not much that he fucked with in those other than the uh the god-awful scene in a new hope with jabba the hutt uh, and then they and they and they shoehorn Boba Fett in there as well. Uh, it's terrible. And then when the Blu-rays came out, that's when he went back and also made them to fit better with what happens in the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so there's been two times that they've that they've messed with the movies uh, like that. So the um, so the despecialized stuff. Uh, one guy I think named Harmy went through and pulled. I think he started with the Blu-rays just to have a high quality source. And then he pulled from like other random sources, like random 35 millimeter prints and stuff like that. And added back in the original, like uh, Jim Henson's Muppet stuff and, and other things like that um, to make it look as it did when it was originally released in theaters, because you can't get that in HD today, unfortunately. Gotcha. Yes. But it's pretty cool. They, they have a cool little documentary on uh, YouTube about how they did it, which I thought was uh, a fun watch. Yeah. I should check that out. It is, you know, um, so here's what I'll say about the the messing with the movies post re, post release. I think a lot of it is actually fine. Um, I really like the uh, the additional like going into Moss Eisley in A New Hope or flying into Bespin and Empire Strikes Back. 
fleshing out the city is making them look more active, more more like they should, like more like if you had the budget now. I mean, of course, it's not practical effects; it's CG, and I think that's what bums a lot of people out. And then he cleaned up a lot of like um, the hot the the battle on Hoth um, had a lot of they were shooting with like, models and stuff, and they left they had left behind like a lot of like film splicing. He cleans that up in the special editions. So I think most of it is okay. Some but of it is unfortunate, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like Jabba the Hutt, I know they totally made CGI for no reason. Yeah, Jabba the Hutt oh. in, in A New Hope is terrible, and and in general, um, and it, I mean, and it sucks because, like I said, if you have Disney Plus, which a lot of people do, I think, and, and Disney Plus is, a, I think, a, a great service. The Dolby Vision HDR remasters of the movies are on Disney Plus. Like they're included in your Disney Plus subscription. They look amazing, but they are not. They are the they are the newest version. And it is kind of a bummer that you can't just have both. Like, why can't we just do like a, I mean, and especially right. in the age of streaming services, like, yeah, what are they waiting for? I mean, you can't, right. it's, it's too late for the, when, when would be the 40, are we coming up on the 45th anniversary of new hope. Is that what they're waiting for? I don't, I, it feels like they could do both. It feels yeah. like you could put, you could put those old versions, get those cleaned up again, right. going up to 4k. Dolby Vision and I, people will lose their minds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think as long as they're putting out content related to this series, people are going to watch it. It's true. Right. But I mean, it's got to be cheaper to just digitally remaster the original, like a scan of the original, than to produce another season of The Mandalorian. I don't know. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably doesn't. It probably takes like two interns to just like clean up right. the old trilogy. <laughs> so I'm sure it's all uh, like automated now. Yeah, you just run it through a filter. Right. That is, I, I am, I'm bummed that the Mandalorian is releasing episodes one at a time now. I want to just it's, binge it. <laughs> that's what they hard, did right? for their first season too. Yeah, um, I, it's. I, I waited for the first season, but now that I'm deeply hooked. I'm but like, as somebody who doesn't, watching. as somebody who doesn't have eight hours to sit and watch one thing straight through, I do kind of like that it gets released every Friday. Mm-hmm. However, there are these. There's some motherfuckers on Twitter who stay up till two o'clock in the morning to watch the new episode, to spoil it. Oh yeah. So you wake up in the morning to spoilers, which is, oh. uh, I've done my best to mute hashtags and block stuff. I don't see it, but I almost saw it a couple times. And a friend of mine had every season last season spoiled. And I was like, can you just tell me like who you're following or what hashtag is like coming up spoiling. so I can block yeah. all this stuff. Right. Um, and I came out of episode one of season two unscathed. I didn't see any spoilers. Nice. Ahead of time. nice. Oh, the internet. <laughs> Full yeah. of rude people. For sure. Uh, well, we've touched on a lot of things about Star Wars, but let's see if we can test your guys' knowledge on the rest of it, because uh, it's time for... Hey, did you know that? That's right. Uh, for new listeners, this is the part of the show where we pit our guest and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watched. Jim, CJ, are you two ready? Ken, I have one, I have one question. Someone sure. who listens every week. How, why did this show get so short? <laughs> CJ literally pinged me before this and was like, Hey man, they're getting long again. Can you get long again? Band? These yeah. shows are like 35 minutes. What are you doing? What are you no, going to do? What's going on? Like, like there was one that was like an hour year. and 50 yeah. minutes. It's my own Wait, attention span. You don't have no. to listen to it. It's for people yes, to listen I to. I listen I, to every single one of these while I, know. I edit them. So you're not, I know so what I like in podcasts and I like them to be shorter as well. I, I feel so like it's a more manageable chunk. Oh, no, I would prefer an hour, <laughs> but all right. I mean, well, my guess you, is that you just don't want to edit it, yes. right? Is that, okay. That's correct. <laughs> Got it. All right. It takes less time to edit if it's not as long. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. 
Correct. That's how that works. But as as one of our uh, tens of listeners, thank you for uh, the input. Uh, <laughs> Noted. We, we should probably take that into account. Eh. Uh, anyway, are you two ready? Yes. Trivia. Ready to get destroyed, I'm sure. All right. Probably. First question. First person to shout this out gets the point. Uh, what episode number is this installment of Star Wars? Five. Five. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he said that. He did. <laughs> It's starting out easy. Uh, they're going to get a little harder. Got it. You both can answer this one. Just don't give any reasons why, if you like for sure know the answer to spoil it for the other person. He's talking to you, Jim. Uh, this Because this is true or false. So just say true ah. or false. Um, this was the first appearance. Uh, sorry, the first appearance of Boba Fett. Oh, I have no idea. Because you're asking, I'll say false. False. False is correct. You know why, Jim? Because he was in the Christmas special cartoon. That's, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Although, and they're doing a Lego Star Wars Christmas special this year on Disney Plus. They're going to mock it, I think. Yeah, I think they're (laughs) going to make fun of it. Because the the, the Christmas special is notoriously terrible. Yeah. So I love the, I will say I love the Lego games. I played one of the Star Wars Mm -hmm. ones. They're a lot of fun. Who who do you think came up with this idea that Legos should be... Everything? A parody of themselves? No, but I mean, no, but I mean, um. So ever since like the games and the um and the movies, the tone of Lego is like Legos. I don't. What? What's the? How do you describe the tone of those games and those movies? They're like they're silly. Yeah, they're, like silly. Legos are silly. Yeah, I I get what you mean. Yeah, they they're kind of like poking fun at things at yeah. themselves, yeah. at themselves, and at other things. I mean, look at Lego yeah. Batman movie. We're like mm-hmm. poke fun at everything, but the Lego movies and games kind of. Maybe they poke fun. Maybe they're what they're poking fun at is like that Legos are like a great toy because they use your imagination in your building. And now you're just watching them like a dumbass, like <laughs> just watching Legos. Like you're Maybe. playing like you're playing a Lego video game instead of playing actual Legos. You lazy fuck. Like <laughs> go play Legos. You dumbass. Maybe that's what they're poking fun at. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe trying to call everyone a dumbass. That's exactly what they're going for. It's, yeah. it's realistically, it's probably because no one plays with Legos anymore, and so they wanted to pivot the brand. Legos too. sell like crazy. People love Legos. Yeah, huh. I bought my first Lego set this as an adult this year, and you know what it is? It's the thing behind Ken, the Death Star, or something. No, the best bin, the final battle between Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker on the on the bridge. Oh, that specific it, like wow. bridge and everything. Yeah, because oh, that wow. was my favorite. That was my favorite uh, toy when I was a kid. Was the playset of that. And then there was supposed to be a Star Wars celebration this year. There was supposed to be a Star Wars celebration this year. And this was going to be the exclusive, um, this Lego set. I don't know if you can see that. Oh. But hmm. this is a 40, it's the cool. 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back this year as well, which I definitely oh. timed and thought about. Um, this is why I wanted to do it on the podcast. So, yeah, I have a Lego set up in the final battle from the final scene, the final meaningful scene of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Nice. I love cool. Legos. Yeah. I, I, I don't really like Legos too. all that much. I didn't. I hated playing with them when I was a kid. Oh, I loved. Them. Oh, I I used them all the time. I used to make just walls for like forts out of Legos. <laughs> yeah, I think walls were it's big random. for me. Walls, snakes, lines, was for other <laughs> creative objects. Okay, mm-hmm. don't yeah. even get me started on etch a sketch. I made boxes. <laughs> you just lines. made a frame inside the frame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. Nice. Nice. All right, next question. Originally, Yoda had a different name in one of the early drafts for this film. What was it? This is multiple choice. Was it A, Lando? Was it B, Minch? Was it C, Talok? 
or was it D, Coda? CJ, you go first, probably. Well, Coda's a music thing, but it sounds close enough, so I'll go with that. Okay. And Ken just put a C on Yoda, CJ. Yeah. You realize that that's all that is, right? Uh, I, well, actually, I didn't think I it actually, was going to be uh, Lando. That's the other guy's name. I actually don't know the answer to this. I think it's C, but... Telok? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're both wrong. It was Minch. <sighs> Minch. That just okay. sounds too close to like yeah, that was, your, you being yeah. a mensch kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Obviously, obviously good thing they didn't go with that. Yeah. Can I say, okay, this is, this is like oh, the boy. one thing I wrote down for, for this movie had to do okay. with Yoda. I know he's like, obviously a legendary character, but I did not realize, I didn't remember that the first time we see him, he's kind of like this little creep laughing to himself, poking through Luke's stuff. And I was just like, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah. what is happening? I thought he was supposed to be this like grandmaster teacher guy. And he's like, like trying to find like, yeah, it doesn't fit into himself. Any of the prequels or any of the new stuff, but it's, it's great. I love it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes. Sure. It's like, like he is having such a good time with himself, like looking through shit. And he's trying with to test Luke. He's, yeah. he's fucking with Luke to see like how angry he gets. I just, I just did not remember that at all, and it took me by surprise that we were going to hear Yoda <laughs> giggle to himself. Because it's actually the second time that that happens in the the nine movie, the Skywalker saga, where you think Yoda's one way, and then he fl- he's not, like he actually does something else. Like you, made Episode two, it's where he like it fights like a badass after like limping into the cavern to fight Count Dooku. Oh yeah, I think so. I think I think that scene. Well, not that. I mean, not entirely that scene, but that trance that change is similar mm-hmm. to what happens in Empire Strikes Back where he's like being a dick fucking with Luke and then he like turns it off and just like oh it's me I'm I'm the it's me Yoda I'm the yeah. Jedi Master I'm the guy yeah kind of a big deal I'm I'm who you're looking for the have you have you two seen the uh dubbed I forget what it's called it, it's like uh Siegel stop it now it's like this music parody of specifically the Yoda scenes and it's great no, I've never heard of that. Oh, okay. I'll send it to you guys after this. Yeah, if anyone's <laughs> listening, look up. Uh, I think it's Seagull, Seagulls. Stop it now. It's like a dub over uh, Yoda, and it's, it's he's singing, and it's great. It's um, oh, a special edition I want to see. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, the one thing I wrote down from this movie is that Dagobah is fun to say. Yep. So you're you're right. You're right yeah, on that one. True. Absolutely. All right. Uh, next question. Uh, how? <laughs> How much money did George Lucas make in director's fees for this movie and just closest uh, in, in dollars? Uh, CJ, I guess, go first. I have no idea. A director's fee? Yeah. Like, how much did he make for directing this movie? Uh, did he direct this movie? I thought he was just like the brains of the operation. He directed Is this a trick movie. question? No, he directed this movie. Are you sure? I'm, I'm pretty sure he directed this movie. Otherwise, this doesn't make sense <laughs> that's why i'm questioning uh, it. Hold on, i'm gonna hold on, I'm he did not direct this movie he didn't direct this movie no he didn't do this movie but i i think i think i know the question you're trying to get to isn't it yeah. is, is the answer is your answer is zero dollars yeah the answer is zero dollars yeah, so wasn't though okay whatever i read said <laughs> director's fees he traded director's fees for all of the merchandising for this movie all oh, the merchandising wow. no, that's the first movie 
Oh, what the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm like, I'm 90%. Yeah, he doesn't direct. He doesn't direct Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back. Okay, well then that makes more sense for the first movie then. <laughs> Sorry, I messed that question up. Anyway, it was a cool okay. fact. Just we wrong movie. We both get it. Together. We both got it. <laughs> okay, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We both got it. He didn't direct it. It's yeah, that's important to me that I get a point. And zero dollars. And zero dollars. Yeah. That's right. Okay, we, we both get a point. And both points. Theor- it technically was a trick question because I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So You tricked yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best kind. Right. All right. Uh, then that brings us to what is the Rotten Tomatoes Tomato Meter score in percentage closest without going over for new listeners? This is the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Jim's uh, winning. So does he get to go first? Yeah, Jim goes first. A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say high 90s, uh, 98. Uh, you're both over. Oh, oh. that's interesting. Let's, let's try again. Uh, just cl- just closest this time. Closest with the closest. So it's not a hundred, because I yeah I guess a critic score that would have been in nineteen eighty. Uh, yeah, I think it's like cumulative. Eighty-two. Okay. Ninety-two. Ninety-two is closer. It's ninety-four percent. Nice. Uh, that means we're tied though now. Okay. Well, then we'll do the audience score, just closest. Whoever wants to go first. Ninety-five percent. Okay. Oh, that's uh ninety-six. Sorry, Jen. That makes CJR winner. <laughs> <laughs> What was it? 97%. 97? Yeah. Dang. It's a, I mean, it's a very well-liked movie. This is also yeah. my favorite in the entire series. As well. It's it's really it's really good. Yeah. It's up there for me. I, you said it was your favorite movie of all time. Yeah, it is. So it's yeah, <laughs> number one of all the Star Wars movies. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. of all the movies. That fits. Uh, I think that brings <laughs> us to ratings. 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 Jim, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate... Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back for you. Nine point eight. Nothing's perfect. No, uh, it's ten. <laughs> it's like ten. It. It's, it's my favorite movie of all. Yeah, that, uh, that's uh, right. Yeah. It's just my favorite like, movie ever. You know, just I like HDR. Down, you got to have the maximum and the minimum. And you got to uh, have, uh, yeah, you got to have two hundred and ten discrete lighting LEDs <laughs> in your TV, and then it's the best movie ever made. Right. Um, yeah, I know. It's my favorite. It's my it's my favorite movie ever. You know, um, I actually did when lockdown started. I decided I was going to watch tons of movies. It hasn't happened, but um, I so I made my top ten. I was like, I'll watch my top ten favorite movies, um, and maybe one of these days I'll come back with number two. What What are the other uh, movies on this list? So I can't remember all of them. Uh, Star Wars: A New Hope, I think, is on there. For more Star Wars goodness. Akira, which you guys already did and robbed from me. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, number two is Pulp Fiction. That's Ooh, nice. Favorite movie of all time. Oh, Royal Tenenbaums, one of my favorite movies Ooh, of all time. Yeah. Um, which I can't. I, I'm not allowed to do Wes Anderson movies, so That's I won't. Correct. But um, Royal Tenenbaums, one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I'll get the list. I'll, I should find the list. I should. I should probably not just keep it. You know, I have all these like notebooks, and I just when I'm done with them, I put them in a box. I should probably like. <laughs> catalog like where like stuff like that is um so i don't have to like sit here and try to remember 10 favorite movies i can like have i know which book it's in probably throw it in a google doc that would defeat the purpose of having these cool whimsical field notes notebooks uh, i literally have like uh 50 of these ah so this is a wilco edition field notes notebook (laughs) Ah, one of my favorite bands nice uh cj what would you rate empire strikes back for you yeah, this movie is good. Uh, with that being said, 
Uh, you can give it a know. five or a four or whatever. I don't give a shit. It's my favorite movie. It doesn't have to be your. No, favorite. yeah. Um, I'm I'm not afraid of that. Don't worry. <laughs> we've, okay. we've given plenty right. of terrible scores in front of person that loves them. Everyone chooses right. their favorite, and then we <laughs> and we don't like it. it. Uh, it's fine. This is this is good. I I was actually like pleasantly surprised that like even I mean I was impressed by all of the effects for it. Was this out your first time seeing it? I don't think so. There's no okay. way it could have been. I, I definitely okay. like haven't watched it in a while, but there's there was plenty of scenes where I like remembered what was happening or about to happen. That okay. That that is one more thing that caught me by surprise. In my head, forever and years and years, th- the Darth Vader line was always "Luke, I'm your father," but really it's "No, I'm your father," and everybody quotes it wrong. I think that's just like in the zeitgeist. He says, "No, I am your father." Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's that Mandela effect. Yeah, it's, it's something the, that everyone the Bernstein quotes bears. wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it like a, a seven and a half. It's a good, it's a good movie. Probably okay. not going to rewatch this. I'll rewatch the other ones, but maybe not this one. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'll say, I'll say, I'm a huge Force Awakens fan. I love the Force Awakens. Hmm. Last Jedi grows on me every time I watch it. Uh, and the last Skywalker, I have no fucking idea what happens in that movie. I've watched that movie three or four times now. I have no fucking idea what happens in that movie. She's somebody's granddaughter or something. I don't yeah. know. It's not great. <laughs> not a great movie. Yeah. Ken, how about you? I really like this movie. I think I already said it's my favorite out of the entire series. Um, I'm definitely just original trilogy. I'm not, don't like the prequels and even the new ones. I'm not, not a big fan of, but. Um, yeah, this is this is a really really good movie. I'm going to give it like a nine or a nine point five. Uh, it's it's you know a cornerstone of movie history, and it's, it's like half a who yeah. <laughs> could do like half of one. Yeah, uh, nine point. Can I stop <laughs> it? Yeah, <laughs> there, there you go. go. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, I it's hard for me to find faults. I I geek out over the different versions of it, and uh, it's it's just a real fun watch so uh yeah jim do you use the app letterboxd so i did i started to use it and then i just don't watch enough movies like it just didn't make sense it was like they send me an email every week like here's the nine movies you should watch like nine fucking movies like what do you i can't watch one i don't time for this I, uh, I brought it up because I Ken and I use it and I follow each other. I never write ratings, but I just do the star rating and like that. But now I'm seeing that sometimes I go to log a movie and I get Ken's rating ahead of time. So I know what to expect. Was, was that in line with what I put? I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I you put, you put a four and a half stars out of five, okay. which yeah, is that fits. Yeah, pretty. That makes cool. sense. Yeah. What bullshit did I put in the review? Basically what you said. <laughs> One yeah. of the best movies ever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. More or less the same. Yeah. I don't know why I write review. It's kind of cathartic. Yeah. Just why not? Write, write something. No, I mean, it's what you should it. use the thing for. Yeah. 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 You're doing cool. the right thing. Anyway, right, Jim, <laughs> tell us about your video game podcast. Yeah. Oh, well, one of the reasons I don't have time for movies anymore is because I've gotten back into my uh, first love, which is video games. And 10, 11 years ago, uh, I started a video game podcast called Bullshot. And then five years ago, we gave up on it because we ran out. I just weren't playing video games anymore. Um, you know, I, was, I had two kids and um, did you hear that? That little robot thing, the little chime. That was cool. Uh, really fucking this shit up. Um, <laughs> was that your favorite robot? <laughs> this is my washing machine. I mean, that's what made that noise. Oh. 
I didn't realize that it had a, uh, my wife started laundry without like thinking that I was going to come in here and record this. Cause this is the farthest point in the house away from them. Uh, so she started loads. So I had to pause it. So the washing machine has been on pause this whole time. And oh, now okay. it just told me to go fuck myself in a charming <laughs> tone. Very, and I'm going to restart it. So we, I said I had kids and uh, he was, uh, he had his own life and a, and, a, and a good job and whatnot. And I got my good job and uh, my family and I was just not playing video games anymore. And it didn't really make sense to do the podcast anymore. Uh, but five years later, kids are older. I got more time. Um, and a new console generation is one week away. Well, by the time you hear this, the new console generation will have started. So it felt like if there was ever a time to do the podcast again, it's now. It's called, what's it? Podcast called Bullshot. There are two episodes up right now, 174 and 175. Um, go to Bullshot Podcast on Twitter to find the links because we don't, we're still feeling this stuff out. Um, but if you like hearing me talk on here, episode 174 is just me and, and, and the co host um, bullshitting and reintroducing ourselves. Uh, for an hour, uh, and then see an hour, guys, an hour. All right, uh, bullshitting all right. for an hour, bullshitting, bullshitting for an hour, uh, and then the new episode that just came out. Um, uh, well, you, there'll probably be three episodes by the time you hear this, but the one seventy five is about the uh, forthcoming console generation and our our opinions, our thoughts, our our predictions for what's going to happen in this console generation. Console generations are getting longer and longer. It's going to be interesting to see what how you know what these boxes are going to do, especially when you think about. Uh, things like Microsoft having Game Pass, making all their games basically a service. Um, you're paying $15 a month to play like any game Microsoft makes. And Microsoft is on a goddamn tear buying studios. The new rumor this morning is that they're buying Sega. Whoa. So, yeah, so strap in. Uh, Microsoft, uh, Xbox is going to be, <laughs> soon enough, Xbox is going to be the only place to play every game that you want to play because Microsoft's just going to spend all that Azure and Office money on uh, buying uh, video game studios. They've already paid. Two point whatever billion for Bethesda this year, so all the fallouts and and and, and shit like that are only going to be on Game Pass. Wow. Um, yeah, it's an interesting time. It's an interesting time for video games. It felt like the right time to do it again. We're also just technology nerds. Ken, I, maybe you should be on the show with us um, in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to talk about the aftermath of Apple's Silicon event. Hmm. My th- this laptop I'm talking to you on is a 2020 MacBook Air. It has a shit Intel processor in it, and that's why it sounds <laughs> like a jet engine. And they're about to announce a MacBook Air with an A14 in it that is probably going to have legitimate all-day battery life and be faster than this thing, which is fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um, I also bought the new MacBook Air, and it's better than this thing. Like, it's it's the where, where Apple is at right now is insane. Uh, mm-hmm. So, mate, cool. there you go. Maybe I would have a ton to talk guest. about on all of that. Plus, I'm yeah. getting the Xbox uh, Day 1, too, so I can talk about that, too. See, we don't even know. My, me and my co-hosts don't know what, if we're getting them. We ordered, we pre-ordered on Amazon, and we got emails a week later that were like, yeah, we don't know oh. if you're getting it on release day. You were Dang. one of those un, un, unlucky folks. Dang. Yep, so I have no idea when I'm getting my Xbox Series X. My, my target one says it's going to be shipped uh, the 11th through the 14th, but I don't know if that's actually accurate or not. Um, let's wait and see. You, if I arrive on the 11th through the 14th, you might not get it on release day, but spoilers, yeah. I don't know what you're going to play on it. There's a little insight into bullshot. I don't know. What, yeah. There's no games, guys. There's no games. I'm, well, luckily, it's it's completely backwards compatible. So I got yeah. uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 for my birthday. So I'm just going to play Hell that yeah. on like, the best system. Are you a Game Pass subscriber? I am. Yeah. So, so there's a bunch set. of stuff there, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, but. There's, there's no game. There's no exclusive. There's no. Remember when a console was like you would you bought like two games with the console because you were like, oh, these are exclusive and these are like the games to play. That shit is dead. 
That's just yeah. dead and buried. Um, the thing to look forward to is that Gears of War Five is going to have better graphics. Not going to play that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah I, don't, I don't know what to say. Well, the other problem is like I still have this 1080p TV, so I'm not even going to be able to take advantage of. You might as well just right? throw that TV right in the garbage. I don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> the way I look right. at it, you should have. By the time people have heard this, you should have a new TV. Is what you're <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, why don't I just you know drain all of my money uh, to everywhere and uh, yeah. buy everything? Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you're waiting for. I'm, I'm literally probably going to get right on that. No <laughs> um, Jim, if you ever do an episode entirely dedicated to the first two Tony Hawk games, I'm I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've been playing the remakes uh, on, on PS4. They're good. They yeah. feel like the old games. It's Felt cool how they love. like built the engine from scratch but kept the feel of the old games. It's cool. I'm very excited to, to dive back in. Love them. They're, they're great. They're fun. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and um, well, and well, one other, sorry, one other thing. I, I'm still good. Beer, still work for Good Beer Hunting. All right. Uh, the, I've been on hiatus uh, on the podcast, but if you love beer, craft beer, like I love craft beer, um, you can join us in the Fervent Few. I, I couldn't not promote, come on here and not promote the Fervent Few. Uh, mm-hmm. It's our community of passionate beer, pe- beer lovers. Um, um, and we're having a lot of fun over there at the fervent view so gripyourhunting.com oh Check and our podcast two years in a row national uh north american guild of beer writers podcast of the year wow Dang. so thank you congratulations yeah thank you two times CJ, two times what, what awards do we have uh let's look at the shelf what do we got over here uh, uh in. Well, it's pretty dusty uh, uh, are they are they is still in the mail have we not gotten them yet We're yeah it's probably Whenever I get my I'll t- Xbox, I'll take last year. I'll take last year's award, and I'll make you guys an award. I'll write all the like, <laughs> Great, best, thank you. Best podcast that talks over movies and TV shows. Right. thank you. Definitely not a, a played out corner of the market or anything. Yeah, <laughs> we're so niche. Yeah, uh, CJ, what, what do we have to plug if we don't have any awards? Right uh, the awards are in the mail. You can follow us on all They're in my heart. Over talking about the awards are in my heart. Thank you. That's really thank what you, counts. <laughs> Uh, can can that be what the award says when you send us one? Mm-hmm. Like in my heart, yeah. In Jim's heart, award podcast most in Jim's heart. Best best podcast in Jim's heart over talking. <laughs> so there's even a qualifier of best. So we're not the only one. We we are the best. Oh yeah, there's a several podcasts in my heart. But okay, you're the best. then I'll over take that. Yeah. You can follow us on all the things over talking about. Email us at over at gmail.com or go to our website over talking about party or. USA Cat 1591. If you want to call or text us, USA Cat 1591. Oh, no, they're here. The Overtalking Overlords have arrived. Jim, what do you think about this set part of the show? Is this this still... is one of my favorite parts. I love Hell this. yeah. Damn it. This is great. Uh, I needed an out. You didn't give me a no, one. No, no, no. Um, this part's great. The show should be longer. It should have more Overtalking Overlords. I agree with that for sure. <laughs> well, that, yeah. that's probably true. Yeah. You got, you luckily, due to COVID, you got rid of the shot. Nobody takes a shot at the beginning of the show anymore. You don't have to embarrass right. yourselves with your, like, oh, <laughs> it tastes like blue. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> yeah. That's a direct quote from an earlier episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, the Overtalking Overlords are here. There are ghastly otherworldly landlords, um, which just, I guess, affects me at this point. I, I live in the studio. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while. So I, I think our, renew- our lease needs to be renewed in blood soon, but we'll we'll cover that later. Uh, they show up at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you, if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate and especially review. Reviews are what help people find this podcast. Also, we spend no money on advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. One breath. <laughs> 
Do you think our listeners know that you never make eye contact when you do that? Well, I have to, I have to remember everything. Your eyes are like up. roll in the back of your head. and That's right. It's well, it's, I go into like this trance state, so you just see the whites of my eyes. Yeah, I think uh, that has to do with the overlords. They're doing okay. something new. It's, it's related for sure. Yeah, um, anyway, they're gone now. And as we always say, no, that can't be, or something like that, right? That's not even this movie. Isn't that what he says when he finds out? Oh, I thought you were doing the thing from the end of episode three when Darth Vader comes alive and he goes, no. Oh, I was trying to be Luke when he he finds out. uh, I got it. I got it. That's good. You did good. That was good. We need to leave this in now to qualify what I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. Bye. This episode of the Over Talking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Jim Plackey. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. Is this supposed to be their favorite? It's whatever you want it to be. (laughs)